for Leo. The others might take the mickey out of him because of his life of privilege, but she had a gentler approach. Not that it would ever lead to anything. Leo was interested in women only as confidants, not as companions. She looked across at the other three, now intent on discovering what was for lunch. Beer or fizz? asked Richard. Beer, I think. I'm thirsty. Bottle or glass? Oh, bottle. It's a picnic. Before Richard had a chance to act, Harry flipped the stopper off a bottle and bent down to where Eleanor lay on the grass, dangling it in front of her. Their collective mood was one of quiet thoughtfulness, but there was, simmering beneath it, a hint of apprehension. It wouldn't be long now before they'd split up and go their separate ways. But relationships had been forged, or at least part forged, and a vague question mark hung over the way in which matters would proceed. So what's next? Mac asked of no one in particular. Today? Tomorrow or in life? responded Leo absently. I think I'm expected to go and work for my uncle, offered Richard. Doing what? asked Eleanor. He's an estate agent, but I have other plans, for a gallery, one day. He turned to Mac and asked, What about you, then? Mac shrugged. Don't want to get stuck. Stuck where? asked Eleanor. In some dead-end job just to earn money. Rather keep me independence. Doing what? Painting. As usual, Harry had been lost in his own world, or so it appeared. What are you going to do when you leave? Eleanor asked him. Travel. Where will you go? Venice? Rome? Florence? I was thinking of Cheltenham. What do you want to go there for? To get a feel for the market. What sort of market? The auction market. I thought I might open a sale room. The others sat in silence for a moment. I wish I was as sure, murmured Eleanor. Leo opened his eyes and sat up. Do you want Gypsy Rose Bedlington's prediction? Eleanor laughed. Yes, go on, tell us what you think will become of us. Leo placed his champagne glass on the ground and pulled his jersey around his shoulders like a shawl. I see a woman with a man. They're in an art gallery, looking at a picture. Anyone we know? asked Mac. Oh, yes. And there's another man looking at the picture. But the people are all muddled up. The man and the woman. Eleanor noticed the colour draining from Leo's cheeks. Harry, I think he's going to... Before she could finish her sentence, Leo's eyes had rolled in their sockets and he'd slumped forwards. All four of them darted over and helped him to a sitting position. Eleanor was relieved to see the colour returning to his cheeks and sat back on the grass. Have you ever done that sort of thing before? Never. No. I say, was I rather good at it? Shall I do it again? I wouldn't bother, muttered Mac. Bath, November 2007. The sale room began to clear, but at first he couldn't see her. Jamie! She was walking towards him her eyes bright and her hands thrust deep into her jacket pockets. He bent to kiss her on the cheek, 
then asked as levelly as he could, How long are you here for? Missy shrugged. Who knows? A while, I guess. He walked her towards the back of the room and held open the door to the small cafe. Having asked the waitress for two coffees, Jamie sat down opposite Missy at a small table in the corner. He was beginning to relax now. Quite a morning, that. Yes, better than your auctions used to be. Hey, just be careful. I am standing you a coffee. After spending three quarters of a million, I should think you are. He leaned back in his chair and breathed deeply. Anyway, I'm glad that's over. Missy smiled. You did well. You got a good price for the Munnings. Jamie leaned forward in his chair. So your grandfather's called you back then? Missy nodded. More trade over here. And you just came running.